Hello, everyone. It's time for Vanish Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Picastanis. This is episode 203, season 9. Today's date is uh, March 7, 2023, and welcome to the show. On today's show, I will talk about uh, that famous Chicago restaurant, Shea Paul. Not Chess Paul, Shea Paul. And uh, I will talk about its history and its most famous uh, scene in a, in a famous movie, of course, The Blues Brothers. And also, I'll do a wrap-up of past posts on my, fast, on my Facebook page, Banish Chicago Uh Before I get started, uh, this program will go into a commercial break. And this program is brought to you by Listerment Mouthwash. And here's a commercial from 1980. I remember this product. I really do. So sit back and enjoy, and I'll be back with the show. Thank you, everyone. Like millions of people across the nation, Kathy switched from Scope to Listermint because Listermint is better. She told her brother Larry. Of course I switched to Listermint because clinical tests prove no leading mint mouthwash works better or keeps breath fresher longer. Larry told his friend John. You bet I switched. Because Listermint tastes as good as it works. Now just watch how I can tell. Switch to Listermint. It tastes as good as it works. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Listermint Mouthwash. Uh, I remember this product very well. Uh, it was introduced around 79, 1980. I was in Bogan High School. Uh, it's, I believe it was the, from the makers of Listerine uh, because as, as everyone knows that uh, Listerine is a good product, but it, it tastes awful. And uh, it has improved since, you know, there's other flavors. Also, Listermint also came in uh, cinnamon. And, but, night, uh, but that product, uh, particular product, Listermint, went away in the mid-80s. Now Listerine comes in uh, other kinds of uh, flavors. Uh, there's mint and, uh, of course, cinnamon, of course, in uh, you know, so, sometimes it's alcohol-free, you know, because once you uh, start gargling, you know, it's, it has a burning sensation on your throat and you have to spit it out real quick like that. So that's good. And uh, still a good product. I, I, I have it. 
So uh, Scope, uh, Scope Mouthwash is still around. It's a good product too, but it, that's been a minty uh, mouthwash since uh, I think the from the 50s or 60s, something like that. There are other kinds. Uh, there was like, uh, for example, Avorus. <laughs> I haven't seen Italy, but uh, and other ones too. Okay. Anyway, in the beginning of the program, uh, I said I would discuss uh, the famous Chicago restaurant, Shea Paul, in, in Chicago. And I'll do a wrap-up of past posts on my Facebook page, Fan of Chicagoland. Uh, before I get started, I want to mention a couple things. Uh, sometimes uh, I get a lot of messages uh, from my page and, uh, of course, my medical condition, you know, recovering from prostate cancer. And uh, sometimes there are people, who, mostly men, that uh, have been diagnosed recently. And uh, also, well, first they, they meant about my page. That's been going on for years. Uh, they said, it's a beautiful thing, you're, what you're doing. Uh, you know, uh, I don't live in Chicago anymore. I love revisiting it, and uh, you do a good job, and that's very encouraging like that. And uh, also, uh, I posted this yesterday. Well, actually, yes, I posted this yesterday on someone's page. Actually, it's Marcus Lashak's page uh, that uh, he asked for something uh, positive. And I told him that there was a guy, he reached out, he sent me a private email. He, he won't tell me, I won't tell him his name. He asked me not to, and I won't, that he was recently diagnosed and he's younger than me. He was 48 years, he's 48 years old. And he says, I am so frightened. I'm very scared. I need someone to talk to. What should I do? What should I do? I tell him, look, uh, you go through these st uh, stages or phases, you know, there's uh, anger, denial, uh, you cry, uh, there's depression. I went through that. Uh, and once you, uh, you know, you pursue to do this, you, I mean, you can, you know, try to get better, you know, just have the operation, Tell, listen to your doctor, what he tells you and have support in your family and your friends, and you'll be okay. And that's what I did. And uh, I was scared too. And uh, I'm still recovering, you know, but just, you'll be, you'll be, you'll be okay. And after I explained, uh, he said, uh, thank you, Pete. I love you. I love Van Chicago Land. Thank you for listening to me. I need someone to reach out. I'm, I'm, I feel you're in the same boat. And I say, you'll be okay. And if you ever need any more advice, please reach out to me and I'll be here. And he said, yes. So that felt good. That really did. You know, I, I am here to, I am here to help and uh, to give advice. You know, I usually don't do that. You know, when I was younger, nobody give a damn about me <laughs> like that. I was mostly ignored, but that's another story. So that, that felt good. It really did. You know, and I reached out to people too when I was diagnosed in to December 20, 2019 to like that. And uh, that helped me a great deal. It really did. It's a beautiful thing. Okay. Now, we're going to start with the fun stuff. We're gonna, I'm going to talk about uh, Shea Paul restaurant. 
So I'm going to talk about the history of the show. I also have a menu. I'm not going to read the whole menu, but just uh, what it was uh, itemized in the menu. Well, what was their best uh, food items, that is. Well, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so here we go. Uh, Shea Paul was founded uh, in 1945. Uh, the man's name was Paul Contas. He was Greek, of course. <laughs> and uh, that's where the, that's how the name was founded. And uh, it became famous uh, under his son, Bill. And uh, that was, it was located, uh, what was the, uh, the, uh, it was located on Delaware Avenue somewhere, and I, I forgot where. And, uh, but it was, but, but then it moved to Rush in Erie, it moved over there. At 600 North uh, Rush, that is. And uh, it was a mansion that they moved into it. And uh, let's see what else. It, the mansion was originally the private residence of Robert Hall McCormick. And he served as a U.S. ambassador to Italy. And uh, there was some controversy or something like that. I don't know what's going on. Really, uh, and that was uh, the mansion was built in 1875. It was there a long, long time, you know, and it was originally constructed as two side by side houses. And uh, so it was, uh, it was, um, it was, it was for Leander McCormick, that was the man's name, and for his son, Robert Hall McCormick. And uh, also there was, uh, they lived across the street from Leander's brother and his business, business partner, Cyrus McCormick, okay? And they were all uh, in the family business of the, uh, of manufacturing. They built, they built these uh, agricultural reapers and uh, they were they became one of the most uh rich families in america but they didn't get along you know how that is and uh the two brothers did not speak at all so that was that <laughs> anyway um like i said before in 1945 uh it uh, they turned it into the restaurant and uh and under Paul, uh, not under Paul, his son, Bill, uh, uh, turning into rest, you know, it uh, became very successful. And then it moved in 1964, 65, it moved to uh, on the corner of East Erie and North, and North Rush Streets in the River North area. And it, a lot of celebrities visited have dined there, have been entertained. I know Martin and Lewis, that is uh, Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis entertained there, uh, Louis Prima, and uh, any rest, uh, celebrities that are were, uh, they, that they flew from New York or Hollywood dined there, according to gossip columnists like Maggie Daly or Cup, you know, or Cupcent that said that. And then uh, it was doing well like that and also in 1980 a movie uh, a little old movie was made 
was called The Blues Brothers, starring Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi. And I don't know where they got this idea. Did they want to film it in this particular place? <laughs> Actually, they filmed it outside, but not inside. And if you know, if you remember the movie, they they were screeching their car in front of it, you know, like that, and there was Shea Paul. <laughs> and they went inside. Actually, they did not film inside. Uh, they filmed it in Hollywood, I guess. And uh, But they did a replica of the interior of the restaurant, you know, with the French doors and the marble, like that. And uh, you know the scene. Most people remember the scene, like, from word for word. And... Uh, and it's it's a classic it really is and uh, they entered the restaurant and there's a guy the major d he used to be in their band and uh they asked him to come back to play in the band you know for charity but you know the major d was stubborn he goes nah i don't want to do this i don't want no no you don't want to do it so the guys sort of uh, blackmail him he goes uh so they helped themselves to, to a table. <laughs> then they sat down and uh, they got looks from other patrons, you know, uh, very hoi polloi people, you know, very uppity. And they're like, oh, who are they? <laughs> like that. And, uh, you know, it's like the Three Stooges entering there. <laughs> and uh, in the scene, there is a waiter. And uh, he... Uh, said, uh, there is, uh, would you like some Dom Perignon? And John Belusi character said, yes. And uh, the waiter was played by Paul Rubens, better known as Pee Wee Herman, one of his earliest roles. And that was, that was funny. You know, when the movie came out, I had no idea it was him. Nobody, well, really nobody did because, uh, I think the, his, the movie, his movies and the TV show came out much later in the eighties that, and uh let's see what else so i like when they were eating shrimp or the, the bread and all that and uh they poured the champagne and someone said uh, that's the wrong glass and he didn't use a champagne glass i think he used a drinking water a, a water glass like that <laughs> then you have the guy who's sitting next to him and uh he called for the major d and uh he said oh they smell they wanted to move to another table. Uh, they were he, they were highly offended by these two guys, like that, and they kept uh, needling the major D and goes, "We want you in back in the we want you in the band." And he and John Belushi said, "We will be here every day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner." And uh, so of course he caved in and he said, "Yes, I'll play." All right, and then uh, they got up and left. So a lot of when you po when I post about Shay Paul, I have in the past and on this Chicago, and automatically people think of the Blues Brothers, and that scene in that restaurant. Okay, so right now I have the menu of the uh, restaurant. I'll be with you in a second. Let's see, here we go. Okay, let's see what they got. Oh, they got some great stuff. You know, like they had, uh, for example, like appetizers, they had oyster on the half shells, smoked sliced sturgeon, 
marinated and a marinated herring sour cream. Ooh, that sounds good. You know, I haven't had herring in a long time. Chopped chicken livers. I like liver, but not chicken. I don't know. Well, I like liver, so actually it's good for my health like that. They any assorted hors d'oeuvres, celery stuffing, roquefort cheese. Ooh, that sounds good. And from their main course, uh, they had Chateaubriand. It was called Chateaubriand Chez Paris. You know, they, they had uh, filet bignon, lamb chops, pork chops, uh, spring chicken. It was broiled half milk fed. That sounds good. Also, they had their specials, like spaghetti or anything like that. Also, uh, their, fam their salads, of course. And let's see what's up, what else they had. Uh, also, cold sandwiches. They had that club style sandwiches, you know, like chicken, uh, crisp bacon, pickles with pickles and like sort of that sort of thing. Baked ham. Uh, they also had seafood. And uh, they had uh, fried shrimp, fan tailed French fried shrimp. Shrimp. Also broiled whitefish, maitre d' de hotel, and fried deep sea scallops with tartars served with tartar sauce. Oh, also lobster. If you want a whole lobster, or uh, lobster tails and lobster Newburg. Okay. Also, they had salads. Uh, any salad you'd like: chef salad, chicken salad, shrimp salad, shrimp salad, and uh, they had spaghetti. Two was uh, spaghetti with chicken livers a la Caruso and spaghetti with chopped steak Venice. That sounds good. And, you know, they had desserts, of course, like that. But I, I don't know which kind of, I would assume French pastries like that. Okay. As for the restaurant, uh, let's see, Bill Contis, uh, he died in... I think in, in in April of 1993, and uh, they kept it open until long long enough to see its 50th anniversary. His wife tried to do it, and uh, they closed in 1995. And right now, the building uh, is used for office space. Uh, I never been to this restaurant. I wish I did. I really I really wanted to. I've heard about it all throughout the years. You know, I couldn't find anybody to go with me, or I just never had the opportunity, but I wish I did. Also, uh, this restaurant, <coughs> excuse me, also the restaurant was used in the 1986 movie, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Okay, I haven't seen that movie in ages, so that's funny. <laughs> so, um like I said before, you know, in the Bruce Brothers, this is one of their classic scenes. Also, there was scenes uh, with uh, with Aretha Franklin. And I think I remember with John Belushi ordering four chickens, uh, not cold chickens like that. And like Aretha Franklin was, what? <laughs> she made a funny look. <laughs> then they start singing and dancing, you know. The movie is a classic. It really is. At the You know, there's the chase scene in, at the Dixie uh, Mall, Dixie Square Mall. Uh, that closed in 1979, but uh, it was still okay, and they used that. Now, the mall has been torn down, finally. Uh, it's been abandoned, and uh, 
for years and years and years. So, and that's a that's another reference to the, Blue, the Blues Brothers is shape, uh, you know, with Shape Hall and Dick, and Dixie Square Mall, and other classic scenes, of course. Okay. So uh, that's it for the restaurant. And right now, I'm going to talk about my past posts of Chicago, from my page, Fan of Chicago Land, and I'll be back in one moment. Thank you, everyone. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, everyone, I am back. Uh, now I'm going to get started on my past posts uh, on my Facebook page, Fan of Chicago. Uh, the first one... I will talk about is uh, this was posted on February 15th. It was a photo of a newsstand and it was on the corner of East Randolph Street and North Michigan Avenue in Chicago. Uh, I think it's the Chicago Cultural Center, I believe, like that. And uh, that's that was a beautiful photo. And you know, you remember in a long time ago, if you wanted a newspaper or a magazine, that, that was the place and it had everything. And uh, you saw a lot of those all over the loop. There was one on, I think, Randolph and Michigan. Uh, I remember that, like, across the street from Walgreens. And right now you don't find them anywhere. No. Uh, people today don't read newspapers. Well, I read so sometimes. But uh, they don't. Uh, so, you know, it's kind of cool. Uh, you know, sometimes you can't browse you know, because uh, the guy who owns the stand, you know, he goes, hurry up, hurry up, take what you want. <laughs> I remember that like that. And uh, so that's kind of, that's a cool photo. It really is. And I remember when I visit bookstores, uh, I still do when I go to Barnes and Nobles. Uh, but in the old days, I went to Crocs and Bertano's on Wabash when I worked downtown and they had the newspapers, uh, international newspapers and magazines and uh that was a fun time i loved it i really do i really did excuse me okay let's see what else ah the here's a photo this was about dressers cake, uh, cakes oh everyone still misses those so much you know from dressers bakeries and this was a cool photo of course they had the chocolate fudge cake they had the coffee cake uh, they had the cream puffs and uh, Boston cream pie. Oh, we missed that bakery so much. I wish I wish it would come back. We all want it back, but uh, unfortunately, I don't see that happening. Uh, the only thing that we can get a chocolate fudge cake, uh, like a replica of that, is at Wolf's Bakery in Evergreen Park, Illinois, on on West 95th Street, west of Kedzie. If you want that. I've heard from some people, it tastes almost the same, but it's not the same. So I haven't, I haven't bought one yet. I'd like to buy one someday. We'll see. Okay. And also, uh, 
On February 17th, uh, 65 years ago on that date, the children's show, The Blue Fury, debuted. And it debuted on Channel 9 on WGN. And it only lasted one season. And, that, and the star of the show was Bridget Baslin. And uh, she was, her mother was Maggie Daly. She was a columnist, I think, in the Tribune. I believe, or the sometimes I forgot. I'm going to do a pot, uh, episode about her, uh, Maggie Daly. That is, she had a very interesting career. So a lot of people sort of remember the show. I mean, if they're older than me, they do, and uh, other people go, "What is this?" <laughs> but it was very entertaining. It really was, according to some people. <laughs> Okay, let's see what else we have. Uh, I found a placemat from that famous German restaurant. I can't pronounce, forgive me if I can't pronounce it because my German is bad and my Greek is bad too sometimes. It's Zoom Duschen Eck. I hope it's pronounced it right. And it's a famous restaurant. It was located at 2924 North Southport Avenue in Chicago. It was right next door to the church at St. Alfonso's. I think that's the name of the church. I went to a wedding once in 1989. It's a beautiful church. Oh, it's gorgeous. And uh, they still, they, this was one of the most popular restaurants, also the most popular German restaurants. You know, the food was excellent. Uh, and it closed, and now it's a parking lot. That's a shame. Uh, German restaurants are disappearing in Chicago. They're not that many. You know, but uh, like the Golden Ox, like that, for example, you know, that's an example. So uh, that's a shame. Uh, also, I posted a uh, photo of one of my favorite uh, subjects, Riverview Park. And this was a silver flash ro roller coaster. It was also, I believe it was called Silver Streak or The Flash. I think it was the Silver Flash or the Flash, they call it. And uh, it's a nice photo of that. It, it, was, it was popular, but the Bobs was popular and also the Fireball and, uh, other, and other ones like that. And then uh, what was the other one that came? I can't think of it. The other one, Jetstream, that came late like that. And uh, the Flying Turns and all that. I could talk about Riverview all day long. I mean, it's a, that's a subject that's a end, that is endless because there is so much rich history of that. So many rides to talk about. Yeah, that's kind of nice. Okay, I also found these three wooden coins from Yankee Doodle restaurants. If you remember that, you know, the Dandy Burger. Uh, I've had, I've dined there in the 70s when I was a kid. Uh, there was one on South Kedzie Avenue, like 59th Street uh, in the Marquette Park uh, neighborhood. Long, long time ago. And uh, it was kind of nice. You know, the, the the food was good. They had birthday parties there, you know, if you reserve that. And, uh, you know, when you think of Yankee Doodle Danny, you also think of the restaurant and also the, the movie that starred Jimmy Cagney. <laughs> They show on Channel 9 all the time, uh, mostly on 4th of July, like that. And uh, also I posted another ride from Riverview. It was the Fireball because uh, there was a man, he emailed me, 
he want to remain anonymous and he said i want to show i want to show that i rode this roller coaster because my grandson asked me because he didn't believe his grandpa rode a roller coaster <laughs> and i said okay so i posted the photo and i said i also sent it to him but i posted it on uh on my page and uh, then he replied back and said thank you and we did so that's kind of nice that really is okay and uh let's see you know what's so funny i forgot to mention this uh maybe i did on another podcast episode one time i was shopping at walgreens and uh waiting in line and there was a woman and she she approached me and she yells you're a chicago van you're a van in chicago land and i go yes i am and then uh she gave me a big hug and and I t- and she told me I make her happy every day. I she loves my posts, she loves my podcast, you know. You 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 are an inspiration, you know, I love you. Oh, that's a sweet. I didn't know I didn't get her name. <laughs> that's a thing. You know, and you know, and then she left. You know, so that was uh that was my beetle moment. So that was fine. I don't get recognized much, you know, except my family or my friends, you know, when I'm out and about, you know, when I go, they, they know who I am, not in the beginning. That's another story. But it's a complete stranger. It's kind of kind of cool. Okay. Next up, I posted a photo about Mitchell's Candies and, and ice cream. It was an ice cream parlor. And this was located in the South Shore neighborhood at 22, 21st Street. Now, I lived in South Shore from 19, when I was born, and then I, my family left in 1969. Uh, I asked my mother about this place. She doesn't remember it, but a lot of people in the neighborhood at the time did. And it was, uh, their, it was their chocolate chip ice cream was famous for it, and it was delicious, and you pour hot fudge on it. And according to some people that lived that dined there, you know, have ice, they had their ice cream or lived in the neighborhood. They would bring a little pitcher of hot fudge and you pour it yourself on your ice cream. That's beautiful. I don't think you do that today now. And then it moved in the early, uh, it moved to Homewood on uh, on Dixie Highway. Uh, the address is one eighty two eleven. Dixie Highway in Homewood, and it was there until a few years ago, and it closed. Uh, I don't know what happened. Now it's a something else, some other place. I used to see Mitchell's can, uh, ice cream and Jewel. They had that. I bought one one day. Uh, it was a mint chocolate chip. It was good. It really was. But uh, yeah, that's a shame. They also had Kunis candies in in the South Shore neighborhood. That's still in business, but that was located on 79th, East 79th Street, right between, um, I don't know, I think Kingston or Colfax or something like that. I don't remember the exact location, but it is still operating in South Holland. I should go there one day. I really, I should. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see what else we got. I posted uh, a photo of credit cards. Uh, from not just depart- well department stores it's from some stores mostly from department stores like for example i magnum i magnum 
It was located at uh, on Michigan Avenue at, near the Water Tower Shopping Center. Of course, Marshall Fields. Uh, Saks Fifth Avenue, it's still there. The, uh, but the, I think the only location is downtown. I know there was one in Northbrook or Oak Brook. Uh, maybe Old Orchard in Skokie. I, th I believe it was. Uh, I don't know. Also, the Sears. Well, you know what happened to them. And also Litton's department store had beautiful clothes. And Crocs and Bertano's. Yeah. So that was nice. That's a nice photo. Also, uh, speaking of uh, department stores, I found a photo of the Lord & Taylor department store at the Oak Brook Center in Oak Brook. And uh, oh, that's, I remember seeing the store. Yeah, I, I went inside a couple of times. Uh, very fancy, beautiful clothes. Uh, unfortunately, it's closed now. Um, I don't know if there's few I know in Chicago there isn't any more. Uh, I know it was at Water Tower Place. They closed that a long time ago. And uh, I think there's some in the East Coast, maybe a few. I'm not certain. But uh, the it's the building's still there right now. It's sort of a gaming center. I'm not sure. You know, Oakbrook has changed like that. And then um, the lat. let's see. Also, I posted a photo of P.J. Hoff. He was a famous weatherman from uh, Channel 2, WBBM-TV in Chicago. He was famous for his cartoons, his drawings. And this was a, pic, uh, this was a photo, and he autographed it. And a lot of people from the 50s and the 60s remember him fondly. And uh, when my mother came to America you know, for Greece, that... He was one of the first uh, first persons that she saw on television. And she was fascinated by him with the pictures. <laughs> and uh, that's, uh, that's kind of nice. <laughs> like that. And she told me about him. I don't really remember him. Not really. I was very little. Like that. And, but he left. Uh, he retired in 1968. So uh, from uh, Channel 2. And uh, he's still fondly remembered to this day. He's one of the most famous weathermen of all time in this town. Like that. Also, uh, the last uh, podcast episode, I talked about Dynamite Magazine. When I talked about this, uh, I posted, before I was going to do the episode, I posted a copy of the magazine that featured uh, Henry Winkler, the Fonz. And uh, posted on Twitter. I think uh, I posted on Twitter, and I tagged him, and he responded, and he, you know, went, "Hey, <laughs> that was cool." And he was appearing in Chicago at the World of Wheels in Rosemont. Oh, so that was good. What a nice man. He's he's always a nice. I ran into him at the convention years ago. I dropped something, and he was there, and he picked it up for me, and I. He, and he goes, there you go. And I said, oh, thank you. And he walked away. <laughs> I wish I talked to him, but uh, I guess he was busy. Didn't want to bother him like that. And uh, let's see what else. Uh, also, talk, I talked about Litton's, uh, the credit card, but I posted for my cover photo of the Litton's department store at Old Orchard in Skokie. This is from 1965. Okay. And... Uh, 
this store is still missed to this day. It really is. And people uh, love shopping there. They have beautiful cl uh, clothing. Also, I talked about the 60th anniversary of Turnstile. Uh, family center stores. Well, one was at at the Harlem Foster Shopping Center in Chicago. Also at uh, Skokie Boulevard in Skokie, of course. Uh, there was one at Fort City near my old neighborhood. People still miss the store. And let's see what else. Uh, also, uh, I found this photo. It was a billboard, and right in front of it was a, I think, an ambulance, of an old ambulance from the Chicago Fire Department. And the billboard had Gasman's Clothing Store. And this was located at 3010 East 92nd Street in the South Chicago neighborhood in Chicago, of course. Uh, I sort of remember it because my mom, when we lived in South Shore, my mom went shopping there it's in the South, South Chicago uh, neighborhood because Goldblatt's was there at the time. And uh, they had a lot of stores in that area. It was on Commercial Avenue. Uh, Bar Children's Bargain Town was a little east of there. I think 90s. It was on 92nd Street, I believe. And uh, I did. I remember visiting there. And, you know, you saw the guy with the big mouth with the hat. <laughs> and so, yeah, but Gasmus was a, was a great, it was a great clothing store. It really was. A lot of people that my mother knew went shopping there. They got their clothes. They also got, uh, when I was baptized, I, I, I think I got my clothes there. I'm not sure. But um, but other people who, had ch who have children, and when they were younger, they bought their clothing there. Yeah. Okay, now here's another photo that was very popular. It was Prince Castle's Hamburgers, an ice cream restaurant. This was in on the corner of West 95th Street and South 54th Avenue in Oakland. And this photo is courtesy uh, to Jessica Barnes. Uh, thank you, Jessica. And uh, this is where Fresh Line Foods uh, was. <laughs> they tore it down and uh, they were going to make Pete's Market, but they pulled out of the deal. Now it's an empty lot. Hopefully it'll be sold. Maybe something, something will be built. And uh, the photo had the the familiar castle archi you know the castle architecture and there was a jewel, and it had a had a, in the parking lot they had a tip top bread truck remember tip top bread, and the, the jewel later become became excuse me and that is National Foods and then. Uh, because I saw a picture of that, but that was a nice photo. And this is from her personal slides. So th thank you again, Jessica, for that. Okay. And uh, is that it? That's it. That's it, folks. So uh, that's a wrap-up of a past posts on Vanish Congolans Facebook page. So um, that's it for the program. So I'll do a recap of what I talked about. I talked about uh, Shea Paul Restaurant in Chicago and also did a wrap-up of past posts on Vanish Chicagoland on my Facebook page. Uh, this, pro this episode will be uh, published later on wherever podcasts are available, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. 
Amazon Music. Also, be on my YouTube channel, Vanishing Online Stories. Uh, a lot of people have asked me that uh, they they prefer to listen on the on the YouTube channel. I said, fine, I will do that. It will be posted on my uh, my social media uh, accounts, Facebook and Twitter. And uh, let's see, well, also on my blog, vanishingcolorland.blog. Uh, It'll be there. And uh, I will do another podcast episode uh, this weekend. We'll, we'll, I'll see what I'll talk about. I have time to think. Okay. So this is Pico Stanis, your host of Vanishing Colorland Stories, the podcast. Thank you for joining me. I hope you enjoyed it. Everyone have a, a wonderful day. It looks gorgeous outside. And uh, here's Ray Rayner with closing with the bye, bye, bye with a little traveling music. And here's bye, bye for me. So everyone take care and so long. We have to go. Bye, bye, bye.